0: i was like i'm out I, I even said i was like you know what this is so uncomfortable i'm 99 sure i'm about to make some statements that i'm going to regret if so i need to walk away but the ability to then like it's like pushing through a toddler tantrum man you just got to like push through that emotional discomfort because these uncomfortable conversations in my experience are all because of i want to avoid this visceral reaction <laughs> TikTok, I've noticed that I'm only getting things I care about and it like knows if I swipe past something really quickly, right? It's learning she doesn't care about this. Yeah, TikTok uh, algorithm is so good. It is so good because like I will get things and there are people that are like testing the algorithm and they'll say, okay, you are probably a mother of two small children, two or more small children. Mm -hmm. You probably like going to Target. Like they will literally say, all the things about me. And I'm like that is that that's is scary. scary actually. Yeah. Um <laughs> yes, that is kind of scary, but I actually appreciate it cuz it's doing some of the filtering for me. So I don't have to Yeah, sit so what's a bunch your thought stuff on I don't that?
1: Want... Privacy versus cuz com- it's that that is the spectrum, right? So Right. On one end you have complete privacy, meaning nobody knows anything about you right and the, on the other hand it's free-for-all everybody knows everything about you and he, here what you get is complete convenience and here you get you have zero convenience right
0: yeah I think that's a good question I I'm okay with it like I get to choose what information I put out in the world about myself like I get to choose what I post about what I'm like sharing but I really don't I don't find it an inconvenience or, like, feel... Um, but there are
1: some data that you're not sharing. Like, for example, like the TikTok algorithm.
0: <laughs> right. But I don't mind, like, I don't mind that Amazon is telling me what I might like. Because I'm like, I actually might like it. I'm I'm good with that. I like that people, are, like, I like that I'm getting that information. Right. I like that I am, it's making my life easier, Mm-hmm. Like I'll give you an example that just happened last week. I was with a girlfriend, and we both are in our mid thirties. We were talking; we were just together talking about Botox and okay. about, um, like you know, as we're get, we're Everybody's like, oh, should we ever Botox do these things? <laughs>
1: well,
0: I was like, we were just like literally, we were just talking about it as we were walking our kids in our strollers, and she was like, have you ever thought about getting Botox? Like, I have like you know, we were just having random talk and literally i get home and that night or at some point in the day i'm scrolling through instagram i've got two plastic surgeons that have started following me and i'm now getting ads for all kinds of plastic surgery botox stuff and I, it wasn't like i searched for it it wasn't like i had like put that information it's like it uh, is li- uh, obviously they're listening i'm trying to think to the like words. How
1: they could have done it no, like, I, okay, they're definitely listening to the words.
0: They're, they're listening, right? My phone is listening. I mean, like,
1: okay, I don't know who they is, but your phone is listening because mm-hmm. that's the only way Siri can work. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Or that's exactly. the only way,
1: like, like it's Amazon. It's always like, listening. Yeah, like Alexa, all, all those things. It can only work because it it's voice activated. So oh. it has to be listening all the time for it to work. So yeah. that's definitely true, but are they really using the data? That I don't know.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. I think it's really interesting. But I actually think it's pop up.
1: I think it's coincidence. I, I, not coincidence, but I think there is a logical explanation behind it. Usually, yeah, it's just not the one we think. Yeah. Because like sometimes like that's happened to me before, but it actually it, it turned out that oh somebody also sent me a link that was like that or you know like yeah there was yeah, like yeah. a different reason why but you know it's like the whole like i think eleven eleven thing like
2: mm-hmm.
1: like because i i see 420 everywhere like mm-hmm. you know like it's because like it's because like you you put meaning to it that's why you see it all like that's i think that's like the, the whole spirit animal thing i think it's like that too the, yeah. When you buy a car, like when I bought a Mini yes. Cooper, all of a sudden I started seeing Mini Cooper everywhere.
0: Yes. That's like, exact a- example I was going to give. It's like once you become aware of it, you're hyper, like not hyper focused, yeah. but you're, you see it more.
1: You're aware of it. Yeah. You're aware of it. Before yeah. you weren't even aware of it. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's what's happened. But I, going back to the privacy, because like you're actually one of the rare people who says, oh, take my privacy away. <laughs> I know. Because I'm like that, too. I'm probably actually more extreme than you. Because I feel yeah. like, okay, like, because kind of, this is how I, I feel, right? I think the people who want more privacy are the one who have more skeletons in the closet.
2: <laughs> do you, Potentially. Do you know I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what? I think about that post that you, there was a post that you had the other mm-hmm. day no idea what it was, but you are talking about a woman who had gotten up to talk and she talked for like 15 minutes about like what a terrible mom she was, what a terrible wife, whatever. And then somehow, you know, 15 minutes later, the facilitator says something, she gets up and says, I'm cheating on my husband. Like how, I don't know. That just made me think of that post where
1: if there are things that were hiding privacy, like, for example, that that's a trusted, like, sh- obviously, there's some sort of a circle of trust in that room, right? Like, what, set, what gets said in this room stays in this room. Right. But, yeah, but let's say that privacy was broken.
2: <laughs>
1: and somehow that yeah. leaked out. Um, yeah. That's a... Yeah, that's a tough question, right?
0: I just don't think our privacy is guaranteed. Like with the world because we live that, in. that
1: privacy is definitely not guaranteed because I was there and we were actually there to record video. So I have <laughs> that on tape.
0: Right, right. And you get to decide how you use it, right? So it's you're kind of like Amazon. You got the data and now you get yeah. to decide how you're going to use it. Um, and so there are... I think when you think about it there are ways to use it against people mm-hmm. there's a way to use that maliciously and there are ways positive ways to use it too um so i don't know i think that you think every job
1: has that kind of you think every job in the world people make those kind of decisions whether like it's not like it's part of the job but is it moral or not right like for example, when I worked at Cablevision, I I had access to everyone's emails <laughs> cuz I worked mm-hmm. in IT. So, obviously I have a I have certain like Cablevision is putting certain amount of trust in me, right? <laughs> right? So I have certain obligation to, you know. So, do you think every every job has that kind of you know, like because people just say, "Oh, it was just I was just doing my job," right?
0: Oh no, I one hundred. I mean, that's why we have whistleblowers, right? Yeah. I like. I just watched. I watched two documentaries. That this makes me think of the one about Boeing and all uh-huh. the plane crashes that they had, and um, the one on Three Mile Island, which was like a nuclear uh, plant that had a a, a leak or. I'm not going to use okay. the right words, but but they had an issue, right? Okay. In both of those instances, there there are people there that are being told to just do their job, right? Think, th- think about Theranos. Like, yeah, I'm just doing my job, but no, at some true. point, at some point, you have to say, wait a second. And there, those people are actually very few. that And then they get ridiculed and, like, they're sc- fearful because they stood up well, and to- said, you know what? I don't think this is. This yeah. is right,
1: but I bet you that the Theranos case—I bet you the vast majority of them actually had no idea. Like they couldn't even have it known. I, there was probably like a certain, like the scientists yes. and people like that, that probably kind of could have asked the questions, but they maybe they yes. didn't. Yes,
0: but they didn't, right? But but yeah. I think that like we all have this gut instinct. Like, it, so, but I don't there's know. three it groups. Be...
1: There's the group that is completely oblivious to the fact of what's going on and they're not even right. like, questioning anything. And then there's yeah. a group that might suspect something, but don't actually question anything. And then there's the group that actually questions and like very, like very small group actually questions and try like, you know, have the courage to like stand up and speak up, right?
0: But yes, I agree with you. But like Elizabeth Holmes, like at what point, like how do you get so lost in your message? Oh, but she's
1: like a narcissist, no?
0: No, she is definitely (laughs) something that is not normal. Or like a Um, sociopath or something. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely, I
1: I mean, I think every every CEO is a sociopath, right? I think.
0: No. No, I don't think think, so.
1: I think they are. Not a psychopath, a sociopath.
0: Okay. I think you kind of have
1: to be. I think you have to be a sociopath to be able to remove your emotions from making a decision where it's going to affect, let's say, a life of a thousand people in order to save a million people, right? Like, you kind of have to be a sociopath to be able to.
0: (laughs) So, Michael Brodyway is a sociopath. No,
1: I'm I'm pretty sure that, like, I think I fall in the scale of sociopath too. (laughs) Maybe there's degrees of it.
0: Maybe it's like like autism. There's a spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything but is but <laughs> there's a spectrum. But yeah, like I just I think it can go it can go so like to our initial point, like I think you can go so bad when you have information and data and whether that is the data that I'm gonna go get Botox or whether that's the data that you know as a CEO that you're doing something wrong. Like
2: yeah There is a yeah.
0: moral, like there is moral, like when you have information, there is some kind of moral obligation, like whether it's big, small, yeah. or whatever. Whether it's you having the emails, right? Like,
1: yeah. I mean, for me, like, uh, that, I mean, that's a little different because, like, it's not like they asked me to do anything wrong, right? It's just that. Yeah, but you could I, have like, done I, something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you could
0: have done something wrong. So because you have information. Because you have data. You have...
1: Like, I could have probably seen uh, if I was going to get a raise or not. Or, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, okay, I'm in, like, the... um, I'm thinking about a lot of TV shows. makes me feel like I like watch a lot of TV. But I'm, like, in the first, like, 20 minutes of Ozark. And I've just started it. Like, I'm way behind here. But I just started it. And, like, they're... You know they're obviously working with like money launderers or whatever. They're already doing bad shit. Like these people are not good people. But even that, even they have like this moral obligation, like knowing whether they're yeah, yeah, taking yeah, yeah. money, doing things. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think we that everything. About
1: it. Remember we Sopranos? Did? Yeah. Oh Remember yeah. You were talking about like Sopranos. Like Tony Soprano is very authentic. That doesn't yeah. mean he have uh, he has the right like moral judgment or. Yes, something like
0: that. yes, yeah. exactly. Man, you have a good memory, dude.
1: But I think you're right. Like, yes. Well, I'm gonna take the conversation one step further. So, there are certain things that's obviously wrong, right? So, for example, if Correct. my boss is like, go see if like you know so and so is like emailing with like <laughs> you know like right. that would be wrong. It's kind of obvious for me that that's wrong, right? But then there are certain things that is... That in Soprano case or, you know, Ozark cases, right? Like the morality is... What's right and wrong is different for different people, right? Like what's happening with the whole abortion thing right now, right? Like, for example, that's like a... That's a thing that's split exactly 50-50 in the United States between people that think that abortion is wrong... Versus mm-hmm. think that abortion is right, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no right answer there. So that, in that kind of case, so there's also that where, yes, you can say I'm doing the morally right. Everybody could be doing morally the right thing. It's just that every, pe- people have different judgment on, on what's right and wrong
0: also. Ex- yes, there's gray area. Yeah. It's gray. <laughs> it's really gray. Um. I don't know what
1: my point was,
0: but, yeah. Well, I think that two things can be true at the same time. Like, maybe, like, people... Like, there is no... We can't go to any, like... We can't go to any, like, like being here on Earth and be like, okay, tell us, shoot us straight, level with us. What is abortion, right? Or is it wrong? Like, there's no... Uh, uh, I mean, yes, the courts and states and all these people can make decisions, but there's no like true uh like definition well well, it depends on their
1: i think it depends on how they grew up mostly like it's because i think a lot of people their values are based on how the, the, the environment they grew up right like i'm sure i'm affected hugely by my parents and stuff like that right so yeah. So, I but mean, there's
0: nothing saying like this is right, this is wrong. Like I'm trying to think yeah, of something yeah, yeah. that's more like cut and dry. Like, um,
1: and also I think it's uh, it's contextual, right? When you said the whole Ozark thing or Sopranos thing, like like Tony Soprano will, will do anything in his power to protect his family, right? Because that's right. That's what he values, and it's yes. you know like. Yeah. To him, it's right, even if that meant killing somebody else, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. So I mean, like, doing a lot of bad things.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's it's like uh, it's contextual too. Like your your morality, your values, is also contextual. So that's why I can totally see people that are working at theranos going, like, justifying it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rather than like deep inside knowing that they're doing something wrong.
0: Right. Well, I think even like. Just what I've read and what I've seen depicted is, you can tell there's this internal struggle. Like, am I the crate? Like, I've got to be the crazy one. There, are, you know, a thousand other people that are like, this is great. Then you've got the uh, entire world saying, like, like this is great. It's like a cult. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that cults is- work. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, something. You know, you start to get that gut feeling. But again, back to what you said, it's like what you know, right? If you grew up in Scientology and that's all you know Uh, uh, uh. that's all you know right like Mm -hmm. you don't know that there's anything right or wrong or about what you're doing or what you're not doing you just you just know what you know
1: but i actually also think that it's a certain type of people that falls into a cult versus they leave the cult so you know, like
0: I think the first two groups that you talked about. I think it, so. It goes back to those three groups that you talked about. Yeah. The completely yeah, 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 oblivious. Yeah, yeah. The. Uh, but I think they, even
1: they, even within the oblivious, I think this there's a fourth group, which is like they're beyond the oblivious. Like. <laughs> and these are the people. Okay, here's my theory, right?
0: Why so, do you think? Why do you think they're oblivious? Like, why are they oblivious?
1: Well, it's. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, like, you just, the science behind it the or like that. Yeah.
0: They just are.
1: Here's what I think. Yeah. I think there's about 5 to 10% of the population who are easily um, fooled, right? So when you see those, like, email scams, like Prince of, you know, Saudi Arabia or, like, when you see the guy selling an iPhone on the subway, like, for, right. for 50 bucks, like, those kind yeah. of things, like, there are people who fall for that. There are about 5 to 10% of the population who falls for that. And I think that this is the fourth group, okay?
2: Because, okay. like,
1: even if you're oblivious, most people that are oblivious still wouldn't fall for those type of things. Okay, so, you-
0: the, so the fourth group is, like, the $50 iPhone subway yeah, group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I okay, think what's- this
1: that that five to ten percent of the group are the ones that are the the audience the majority of the audience like the tony Robbins audience like the the ones that falls for this like you know like dream life this type mm-hmm. of thing and that's why all those marketing tactics that they teach right about like using the time like trying to like the fomo tactics right the mm-hmm. the um, you know like the, the, the price slash, like all of those tactics are designed to work on those people. That's why, the, like we would be thinking like, oh, are you serious? Like the prince of, like the prince of Star, you, you really going to fall for that? But people fall for it, right? And I'm sure you see some marketing, be like, are you serious? Like you really, people, are people really going to fall for that? But there's that five to 10% of the population that do fall for it. And that's why it works. The yeah. problem is when you do that, you're killing your brand to the ninety to ninety-five percent of the audience, who doesn't who doesn't fall for that, right? Mm-hmm. So you so you're basically all these businesses are basically surviving here, and once they run out of customers, they're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not really yeah. re- building a real brand. Yeah.
0: I just thought of another, some documentary that I watched where this company was like <laughs> a fake. It was like a fake marketing company um and it targeted vulnerable people like the promise of like we're gonna build your website man what Mm. was that we're gonna build your website we're gonna what is it called i can't remember what the name of it was i'm sure someone will know but like you they would call these folks or maybe it was like you went to a link and you like filled out your information saying i'm interested in building a business so i'm Okay. one woman for example like made blankets or something like for babies yeah. and she was trying to build her business She was this entrepreneurial spirit right and they're like we are going to help you we're going to build your website we're going to give you all the course material and ultimately they would sign them up for thousands and thousands of dollars but they weren't actually delivering anything anything at all and so they would get them on these subscriptions and they'd be like okay we need to buy one more, cor- was it one more famous? course one more course Man, no, it wasn't like a a name that you if I said it, you would probably know, but it was it was a uh, they got in a lot of trouble um because eventually like and and the workers would be told like you have to call this person, we need to get another five thousand dollars from them um or you know whatever, and there are people that are either still in litigation or when I watch, whenever I watched this, they were still in litigation or some had never recouped their money. Mm. Um, it makes me want to look up what it was. But it was just, it was like <laughs> literally just a scam, like going after... Because in, within that group of oblivious, oblivious people, I think there are... <sighs> there are just people that uh, see the good in the world. Like they're these really good people that's, that are... It's not even that they're oblivious. They just... they they don't suspect that someone would do that, right? Like, they are very... Yeah, but it's the same their filter thing. They're naïve. Yeah. I, mean, I hate, I though, think, that we have to walk around with, like, a, a lens of cynicism. But, I mean,
1: it's when, what Jordan Peterson talks about, right? Like, I, I, I don't think being naïve is a virtue. It's actually a... It's actually no. a, a, a sin. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean?
0: survival of the fittest, right? Like, the coyote I mean, like, that's, like, walking thing, around... Right? here's what i
1: think if i tell me sign if i'm getting if somebody's beating the shit out of me in the middle of the street right because they want to steal my wallet because they're hungry and they need to eat right but let's say there's a guy another guy next to him a a a total stranger who's just watching this happen right in front of my, my his eyes i'll be more resentful at that guy than the guy trying to steal my wallet do you understand what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, I mean,
1: why, why did I say that? Why did I make that point? Well, <laughs> there was a reason why I made that point.
0: Uh, we were talking about naive, being naive, and being a cynic. Um,
1: oh yeah, yeah. No, let's let's say that guy didn't help me out because he was like, "Oh, I didn't know that," or I, because he, whatever, for because he was being naive or whatever it is, right? I just think that that's. It's it's kind of like when I watch those movies where somebody's like getting killed and there's an audience watching, and to that audience, like they're they're like, oh yeah. It's, I mean, like that's a bad example, but here's a good example. We all talk about how how like child labor is wrong and all these like, um, you know, all these like, like slave labor in third world countries is all wrong and all of that, while yeah. continuing to buy iPhones, right? That's naivety. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Because yeah. the reason why th- that exists is because you're buying the iPhone, <laughs> which is made yeah. in Fox, like whatever, Foxconn or whatever in, uh, in, in, in China, right? So that's not virtue. That naivety is not virtue. It's, it's a sin. <laughs> so yeah, yeah you, you can be the oblivious person that's like oh i didn't know what you know like is like i actually think ignorance is a sin like depends right like ignorance out of just like voluntary ignorance i think is a sin
0: yeah have you seen the tinder swindler
1: oh yeah i mean i saw like the first 30 (laughs) percent.
0: what do you think about those people what category do they fit in those women
1: Oh, those women?
0: Yeah, that, that's, that were swindled. Do you think they were completely oblivious? No, I think
1: that's completely his fault. Like, like those okay. women had zero. But, but at the same time, I guess that's life, right? Because there are guys like that out there. And that guy, like, intentionally did that. But there are a lot yeah. of guys out there who don't, who, in, who takes advantage of, of women unintentionally, too. You know what I mean like <laughs>
0: that's, true. that's true too yeah
1: so like like they they'll like you know kind of like live off of them or like Mooch, you know, yeah yeah mooch of them so yeah uh, I guess I mean but that, that guy took it way too far right
0: oh my gosh I mean if yeah. it look if I'd been dating Michael Brodyway and he told me mm-hmm. that his enemies were coming for him and I needed <laughs> to send him fifteen hundred dollars to book a flight <laughs> yeah. I would have no, that's a what lot i mean. More, I've got a lot of questions. Huh. Who are your enemies? Like, I've beyond the $1,500. I've got a lot of... I, I, no, I don't think so. I, I think if you were
1: in that situation...
0: You think I would do it?
1: Yeah. I think most people would.
0: Because your enemy... Yeah, I guess it is easy. It is so easy for me to judge hindsight, but... And to have this perspective. But I just... Also, though I don't believe anything anyone says, so. No, but there are
1: people. There are certain people that you believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of what happened there, right? Like he 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 he, like took his time (laughs) to build a relationship with the person first. Like he, like he was smart like that. I mean, he would be a great marketer, right? Because like he knows how to nurture the audience. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Close them at the right time and like.
0: <laughs> and just keep closing. Like he just yeah. keeps closing. Yeah.
2: Upselling. Like them. they're
0: buying. Yeah. He's upselling <laughs> everything. Like compl- everything. But I did love the gal that like sold all of his Gucci clothes and all of his like. She ended up just taking all of his closet to recoup some of her oh, money. Really? Oh, she nice. took like everything. Well, in his how did you get access?
1: How did she get access to it?
0: I can't remember. I think she was over there. I can't remember if she was over there or or maybe she was she was saying she was going to send him clothes or something. She had kind of scammed him and was like I'll get all your clothes, oh, I'll get all awesome. your stuff or something. I you know, I can't remember the details. Anyway, she got a hold of like a significant amount of stuff and was able to sell it on eBay and recoup some of her money back. And I think she's still selling things. Like, she just had oh, suitcases awesome. and suitcases of stuff. Yeah. So um, she's the
1: one, only one who kind of made it got out. Got some like, of her money back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good for her. Yeah,
0: just this, I know. I was, like, rooting her on. I was, like, good for you, man. <laughs> uh,
1: I think he also went after specific people, right? Like, specific type of people.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. That, that are more likely to fall for it. Like, I guess that's what I mean, I guess. So you're right, right? In that sense, there are definitely people like that, that a lot yeah. of market, marketers prey on.
0: Yeah, he knew but, his audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knew his audience. But... <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, I don't really, wa- I stopped watching Netflix documentaries. Because they're oh, really? not that good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Netflix documentaries are so like, I don't know. So average. They, have
0: a, a, they have a tendency to really draw things out. I'm like, you know what? We uh, could have uh, done uh. this in one episode. Uh, I'm not uh. sure why we needed 10 episodes for uh. this. Um, but you know what? Like, my brain. So, I don't know if you have this or you know people like this. But I am someone who, and it actually frustrates Michael. Like, I need to be, for in order for me to listen, like, 100%. To someone or something or to be able to think i need like w- white noise of some sort and i'm not talking about like a white noise machine i'm talking about like i just need the tv on or or like be listening to like a show and, and maybe not even taking in what it's saying 100 percent, but it has this ability of like quiet making my brain quiet enough to be able to focus really on what the person is saying yeah or like so when i'm talking to michael i need to be up like doing something like i need to be brushing my teeth or washing my face or like putting dishes away in order to are you the only one like that or is
1: there other people like that in the
0: world there have got to be other people like that where um like in school like i had to be like writing something down and people like just doodling or whatever in order to listen to a lecture and like what it did it was like my brain could like my brain like latches on to something and it, and it makes it quiet and yeah. And then it's like, I can focus. So Michael will be like, you're unloading the dishwasher or folding clothes or whatever. You're not listening to me for like on the phone or FaceTiming. I'm like, no, I am listening. And it helps me focus on what you are saying. If I'm doing something, I think that's why yoga has been working so well for me versus like, um, regular meditation when because you i'm moving and focused on my body
1: i mean i okay yeah. i'm like that too i mean maybe <laughs> i i because but i don't i i hate it when the tv's on when i'm trying to talk like when i'm trying to listen to someone
0: Okay, not, not, it's okay. So it's not, um, so I don't listen to TV while I'm trying to talk. That was probably, I need to listen to TV to be able to focus and think about something. So if the TV's mm-hmm. on in the background, then I can actually focus and think and write mm-hmm. or, yeah, okay. or like work. When you listen though, when like I'm when listening, I, I need to be like, if I was probably in an ideal scenario, I'd be like folding clothes, walking around my house, um, like doing dishes like doing something like sitting here writing in order to be completely anchored like it like it shuts part of my brain down Mm -hmm. that then that that part that like daydreams or like doesn't fully stay in tune is is like focused on something else
1: oh it's that okay so it's that you're daydreaming not that you're um Cause like what a lot of people do is they're not actively listening, they're just focused right. on, so they they catch words here and there, but they didn't fully catch the entire context. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yes, and so that that will happen to me unless I'm like, um, intentionally like doing something like, like like sitting here doodling something or like. Writing my name, and if you were talking, particularly if it's like something I'm trying to like learn or be super active in listening, mm-hmm. um, it's just easier for me to like do something mindless while I listen. And then the opposite, like if I am trying to actually be creative or write or think, I need something mindless kind of in the background that like will quite make my brain quiet. Um, because I could be it reading depends. a book and I start, like, I can be, like, reading and then come back to it a few seconds later and be like, wait, did I actually read that? Like, I have no idea yeah, if yeah, I read yeah. it or not. No, I read the I read
1: each page, like, three times.
0: Yeah. that Like, I have to be like, oh, let me go back because I don't even know if yeah. I actually read that. Yeah. But I was wondering I, if, I, like,
1: I'm the only one or if other people are like that, too.
0: I have that issue. Like, especially reading. Like, reading is so... Hard for my brain to stay engaged, and it's gotten a lot worse as like audio books and things have become more prevalent. Mm -hmm. Like me sitting down and trying to read a book is so hard. That's probably why you need
1: more meditation. Like the fact that Uh, meditation is so hard is probably the reason why you need more meditation.
0: At one hundred percent, and it's gotten easier, right? Like I've been. I've been doing yoga um, and some meditation for what, like three or four months now. And it's gotten a lot easier. And I think doing it first with like yoga or just being able to quite like come in, like come into my body and not be thinking about a bunch of different other things to numb out feelings um, has, I mean, been transformational just in, in how I'm present when I'm not doing it. Which I know that's what everyone says, right? Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it that chatter does get has like, um, I don't think I'll ever be able to make it go away a hundred percent, but it definitely is not as loud and doesn't happen as often, or I'm not as uncomfortable when it's not happening. Mm.
1: It's hard when you're, um, so when you're consuming information, there's two types, right? There's just information, right? When you're reading a scientific book or something like that, a textbook or something Mm -hmm. like that, it's just all pure information. And then there's times when you're consuming where it's just all emotional information, where... How this person is feeling. You're trying to gauge how this person is feeling, or something, like, whether through tone of voice or facial expression and things like that. And I think ter- those two are totally different in terms. Like, for example, with this one, I'm I'm like you, like I can't, like if I'm just focused on it, like I can't. It, it won't just come to me, right? Yeah. But then with this type, I do have to be intentionally like very focused on listening, like. Because, like, when I watch somebody and when I... That's why, like, when I do a Zoom call, it's totally different than when I just do a voice call. You know yeah. I
0: mean? You're really good at listening, though. I remember that was one of the first things that we noticed about you and that Michael noticed about you when he talked to you. He was like, he's just... Oh, really? A really good listener. Yeah.
1: So, you if I, let's say I'm a good listener, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say Average was here. That means... Mm. Cause, what ends up happening to me is... Because I have my own videos. Every time I go back and I watch replays or I watch videos, I'm just like, oh, I totally didn't... A- <laughs> I, I totally wasn't listening just there. Because somebody will <laughs> ask me a question and I answer the question. But it wasn't like... I could have answered it better if I was really paying attention to what she was saying. Like what... If I was really, really because when i when i watched rewatched it i'm like oh i think actually she was trying to say this like she was actually trying this is what she was really struggling with so that answer probably didn't really help her i have mm-hmm. to answer her like this but i didn't realize that until i re-watched it i didn't realize that at that moment i thought you know what i mean so i'm actually not what i'm trying to say is i'm actually not that great of a listener but let's say me as a not that great of a listener, if I'm already considered good, just imagine how bad everyone really is.
0: <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. Um, I know. Yeah. I, well, hey, but also, like, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, you have, like, a different perspective. You already knew kind of what she was asking. Like, you're an intelligent dude, so, like, you're thinking about, oh, I could have answered it this way. I mean, you always come up with, like, a million different... But, that, there's a, but
1: there's but there's definitely cases where I'm like, oh, I misunderstood that question. And you know, hearing it for the second time. You don't think that
0: time, happens, uh, you don't think that good, happens all the time?
1: You know why I think I, it happened those times? It's, it usually happens out of ego. It usually happens when I'm focused on my answer more than the question. Uh, yeah. Do you understand what I mean?
0: Like you think you kind of already understand what it is. So now you're formulating the answer. Yeah. Oh, I think that happens all the time.
1: Or like something happens to be certain things happens to be on top of mind at that moment, which I think is important. So somehow like when when you're a hammer, everything seems like a nail. So I try to like either tie it to that or something like that. So somehow I need to completely clear my mind and have zero agenda, nothing whatsoever. In order for me to actively listen.
0: That's true. Which made me think about. A conversation I had with someone yesterday. About how. They came into a conversation. It was actually a very uncomfortable conversation. Um, You got to have those uncomfortable. It was very very uncomfortable. You got to do uncomfortable work. Do uncomfortable work. Plug right there. Um, And we find like we just, the vibe was off, right? Like the vibe is there's this weird energy, weird energy, weird energy. And if we finally get to the end of it and she's like, and I promise this point is related. She's like, yeah, you know what? I came into this conversation feeling defeated, feeling like I wasn't doing things the way that you thought I should be doing them. I, I, I'm feel I'm just, I felt really heavy coming into this and felt bad. And I was like, wow, I had no idea. And I said, you know, in my experience, when I come into a conversation with a certain lens on, right, whether it's a negative one or like, oh, this person's out to get me lens, like everything they say, I am in interpreting it through that lens. They could be. But if I come into a conversation feeling good and confident and excited, whatever, like in a more positive emotional state, everything they said, I would have heard it mm-hmm. and felt it and interpreted it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has so much of a, a role in how when we listen Right, even when you have, because people are like, oh, text has no tonality. You don't know what people are actually saying, Mm -hmm. um, which is true. Email has no tone. I mean, it does have tone, but like you, there's so much of that that you're interpreting for yourself. But even in person, like this was an in person, face to face conversation. And tone was very clear, emotion was very clear, body language was very clear. Yet, the things I was saying were getting interpreted completely differently than what, how I meant them. And the place we got to was because of the, the state, the glasses, the, like the filter that she had on that day. And that, I mean,
1: what you said exactly is the exact thing that Michael was talking about when he says like, you know, like 95% of the time, what you think is not going to happen, right? Like, when you, when you have that uncomfortable, when you do have that uncomfortable talk or when you confront, your, confront that person, 95% of the time, it's just in your head you were thinking the worst case scenario, right? So, right. I just feel like so many people do that. Like, they, um, I forgot which YouTube video I saw this in, but it was showing Brie, Brie Larson, how, like, why everyone hates Brie Larson. And it was showing a video of, you know how, like, they have celebrities come on and they'll have, like, is Brie Larson? And then, like, Google Suggests shows you the rest or whatever, so they'll do that. What she was doing was, like, every single suggestion, that like, is Brie Brie Larson go to the gym? Is Brie Larson, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, whatever. Every suggestion that came up, she was interpreting negatively. Like, she was like, what, what does that mean? Like, that I need to lose weight? Like, like right. you know what I mean? And it just made yeah. her, like, so unlikable. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's, yeah. it's because she was interpreting everything through that lens. Do you know what through I mean?
0: Through that lens. Yes. When Even though when I saw it, right? it,
1: when I saw the suggestions, like, it just seemed like it's fans curious about you. Yeah. But she interpreted it as all, like, negative comments.
0: Yes. And depending on what kind of energy you're carrying around that day, what set of glasses you have on, I feel like is a big factor in how you're interpreting things like um, and just like in that conversation, we had gotten to this place where she had there were a lot of interactions that had happened even prior to that conversation that just spiraled where it was like one thing was interpreted one way which then built a story in her head which then the next time something was said built a story in her head then the next time is a story in her head and so i on the other side i'm like whoa all of that makes sense when you say it that way like why you thought that like all that makes sense
1: oh so it was kind of a it's not just like the way she heard it but the way you said it too
0: yeah, I was like, oh, I could, uh-huh. but but how you can flip it and make whatever story you want but, in your head.
1: But I'm sure if Even she with, heard your side, she'll be like, oh, that totally makes sense too. So
0: then I <laughs> was like, okay, let's go back, let's go back to all these instances because I totally see why, how uh-huh. you could feel that way, because I and why it would come uh-huh. off that way, and the, and how you could build this story in your head, and now this energy that you're bringing all makes sense. But let me tell you what I was thinking. I thought I was doing. I thought I was eliciting like a positive message Uh, and I thought that I was actually uh, relieving some burden without realizing what I was doing was um, perpetuating this negative cycle, which was not the intention at all. Um, So I think that we, like as much as we can, as uncomfortable as it is, man, that, that conversation was probably one of the most uncomfortable I've had in the last three years. I mean, it was, like, a very uncomfortable conversation. But the fact that, like, how powerful it is to get curious mm-hmm. and to just keep asking, like, get just I, I, get curious, what like, what?
1: I think you need to have some more uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> If that was the most Why? uncomfortable conversation you had in three years.
0: No, I mean, it was, it was really, I mean, it was very emotional. It was heated. It, there was.
1: But you don't have I mean, conversations not, it like wasn't, that with Michael. <laughs> or like, you no, know. Like, okay.
0: I don't count the like, ones with him because okay, like okay. we will have uncomfortable. We're so practiced in it, right? That it doesn't right. become.
1: Yeah, actually. yeah. It Just doesn't because, become a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just because it's easy for you. It might be harder with somebody else. Like yeah. For you, it might be easy to do it with Michael because you know that you know, he's like that, that too. Yeah.
0: Right. And that's that's my husband. I've been with mm-hmm. him for almost eight years. Mm-hmm. Like there you get into a rhythm, you know like there becomes a level of intimacy in that relationship that you just kinda know if if you're doing the work to communicate and, and know each other, I think. Um But I
1: just feel like that could be everywhere though. Like I just I think the problem is that, right? The fact that you don't feel, maybe not as comfortable as Michael, but, you know, close to that comfort level with other people. I just think there's a huge problem there in society like that because then what happens is we start building walls around us. You know what I mean? Instead of like having conversation, which is going to 99% of the time resolve everything, we don't. And we just build walls around each other.
0: (laughs) Dude, I 100% <laughs> wanted to evacuate that conversation. I mean, there became a point. There's like a, I feel like those conversations are like a a, a, cur- a bell curve.
2: Mm-hmm. Be,
0: like, you know, there's this curve to them. They kind of go up, up to energy, energy, energy. And there's this like peak moment. Uh... And in that peak moment of that conversation, I was like, I'm out. I, I even said, I was like, you know what? This is so uncomfortable. I'm 99% sure I'm about to make some statements that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to regret. So I need to walk away. Uh, But the ability to then like. It's like pushing through a toddler tantrum man. You just got to like push through that emotional discomfort. Because these uncomfortable conversations in my experience. Are all because of. I want to avoid this visceral reaction. I want to avoid that feel. Like the discomfort isn't the actual saying. Like saying the words. The discomfort for me is how I feel. Like that Pit like that stomach tension, like my body's all tingly because I'm like emotional. Yeah, or like they're saying something and it's like sparking like this visceral feeling, right? This visceral reaction inside, and I, I just, in my experience, like just want to avoid that, and not pop off, like pop off and say things that I regret, but. My ability yesterday to just like sit in that for a second with the person and just sit in that discomfort and then get curious to better understand, like, why is this happening? And to start to ask questions that aren't attacks, right? But like are genuine, like, how That's did like, we get so, here? Uh,
1: so there was a moment when you, because that, that climax was probably not the climax. It became the climax. Because you had that moment, Do you understand I mean, yeah. it, it would have kept going up, right? so yeah, I think I think that climax, the moment that you're talking about happens when you disappear your ego, and it can it can really happen just like that
2: yeah,
0: as soon yes, as you're but,
1: aware of it, yeah.
0: yes, as so, like I could tell, right? Yeah. I <laughs> even gave voice to it, right? Okay. I said, I am about to lose it. Uh, like yeah. I'm very upset. you, you know you were, I, I was like I'm about to say something.
1: Yeah, you were like referring to your ego as a third person.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm like, I want you to know that I need to pause this conversation.
2: Yeah
0: Now I wanted in that moment I wanted to walk away and be like, dude, we'll talk about this later. Let's let it be awkward. I don't care, right. But instead, like having that awareness, seeing it, it's almost like the third eye concept I get like see, like I could see what was happening and to be like dude okay wait let me just ask a couple of questions like i i think i was just like how did we get here like how how did we get here like i mean that was the real
1: start of the conversation probably right because it was you were just probably just beating around the bush getting emotional all the way up until that point right and then that's when the real conversation starts happening when you try to understand each other
0: Right, because there was a lot of like logic taking place and there was a lot of like trying to be just misinterpretation of facts. And the reason Uh, the misinterpretation of facts was happening is because there was this emotional layer uh, that was unsaid. uh, And she even said, she said, like, finally, when we when I got curious, it was just coming to mind for me. It's like just to get curious is she and I was like, why is this happening? And she was just like, you know what, I think I came into this conversation with, like, a lot of negativity. Here's why. This is why I felt this way. And I think if I would have led with that, I mean, kudos to her, too. It takes two to tango in these situations. She was able to say, I think that is why I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this way. It fi- we finally got to, like, what the emotional driver was. Because all the facts are what they are. They're binary. they There's... they The facts are the facts. But what starts to really distort things are these emotional layers mm-hmm. that get tangled up in it. And I think the emotion is the part that... In everything that we've talked about today, that's what's so... I mean... <laughs> That just blurries the lines. That's, why That's I what That's what makes us human.
1: The, the the right and wrong thing that we were talking about before, like what's what's right mm-hmm. or wrong. The reason why I don't believe in right or wrong, like because like people I think always try to define what's good or what's bad, what's right or what's mm-hmm. wrong, right? But I don't believe in that, right? Because like, just like you said. Because at that moment She's thinking, I'm right because of this, and she is wrong because of this. Or this is right and this is wrong. Right? She has her own truth, and you have your truth. So you're like, no, yeah. this is right and this is wrong. And both of you guys are right. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Correct. And that's the problem. That's why I think we need to disappear our ego. Once, we, once you disappear your ego, there's actually no such thing as right or wrong, or good or bad. Correct. Like If we, you know, like... If I go outside and, you know, like got attacked by a lion, that's not a bad thing. That's just that's just a thing that happened. A lion was hungry, saw me and ate me. Right? That's just a thing that happened. Yeah. In my eye, it was bad, but to that lion, it was good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to
0: to yeah, him it was you, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it in this and maybe we can wrap on this, it's yeah. like my yoga um, I have a yoga therapist and she said, I think I mentioned this to you a couple of weeks ago. She said something to me that blew my mind. Um, we were in a pose and like, she purposely puts me in poses for like a very long time to not elicit discomfort, but to allow like me to like really settle into a pose. And, and they're usually uncomfortable poses once I don't like. Um, and she was like, okay, let's really focus on not judging. Right. I want you to just tell me, what you're experiencing. Son, I literally every every answer, she was like, no, that's a judgment. That's a judgment. That's a judgment. That's a judgment. And and it falls in that she was like, those all fall in this good and bad, like good and bad type categories. Mm-hmm. Um and it she was like, okay it, like it just kind of was this epiphany for me that like just what you're saying is that we just constantly as humans like if I say my hip flexor is tight Mm -hmm. that that's actually a judgment because there's this like Mm -hmm. connotation associated with like Mm -hmm. oh tight is bad or tight is good depending Mm -hmm. on who's who's interpreting it right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but because that's not an actual fact
1: it's yeah I was I'm going to say something that I've been thinking about that question into this you know, everyone always says, "I don't have content. I don't have time to make content." That's the biggest rebuttal, I get, pushback I get. Yeah. Son, I don't have time to make posts daily. I don't have time. So, that's a judgment. You think mm-hmm. it's a fact, but it's a judgment. What the truth? The actual truth is that this is not important for me to make time. Making content is not important to make time. That's the truth. But. When you say oh i don't have time that's just like oh my my hip flex hip flex is too tight or oh my i'm i'm not strong enough those are all just mm-hmm. <laughs> just judgments like yeah is, is it really the truth or are you are you saying that are you saying that to like armor yourself
0: yeah is it yeah it, it it's what it... Like, I think we just have to start thinking about things like, what is the actual fact? The fact is, I don't... That isn't a priority for me. Yeah. Right? Doing the the <laughs> content, maybe. Yeah. Um. That's okay. There's, like, nothing wrong with that. If that's yeah, yeah. not your priority. Um. It's like working out. Like, I don't work... Like, I'm not working out. Well, that's a fact. Not true for me. I am working out. But... Yeah. <laughs> um you're the only one I don't know. who loves I just, to work up i do i'm not the <laughs> only one dude i do love it though it is so fun um <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know I've, I've really gotten into peloton but anyway i think there's there's just this like how can we start looking at what we're saying kind in the way that my therapist has said is like and when I was in that pose, and I think that's just been a thing for me is like, is this a judgment about my current experience, or is this like an actual fact? Um. And how that will allow for just a completely different perspective, a different a different lens, mm-hmm. a lens that isn't so foggy with the judgment, good or it, bad. It works
1: with praise too, I think. When you when you look at somebody, who's like, oh, wow, look at look at the nicest house they have or like oh, look how pretty right. she is that that's also you know it's it's also judgment i mean it's it's also judgment
0: <laughs> it is judgment right yeah. so how much of that how much you're of that judging are you walking yourself. around with
1: In those cases yeah, you're judging you yourself are. Yeah.
0: and and comparing and huh. all all of that and i mean how how Maybe not even like trying to fix it immediately, right? But just becoming aware of it. In I and think of that's itself, how you fix it. Gives you extreme time. power. It mm-hmm. is. It is. It totally is. And that because gives you even so Eckhart much power. totally
1: talks about it, right? Like it. The way to fix that is by being present. Like, <laughs> like dropping your ego and being present is pretty much the same thing. But the thing is, yeah. what he says is that. But we come in a human form, right? <laughs> we we have a form. Correct. So because we have a form. We we can never completely disappear our ego. We can we're gonna want to drink coffee. We're gonna want to do something fun. <laughs> you know what I mean. So right,
0: <laughs> like don't judge yourself for like yeah. don't also judge yourself for being a human. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that's just another level of judgment. But if you can just become aware of it, and for me that's been really powerful. It's just becoming aware of it and how it has improved my experience as a human on this earth. Um,
1: Sounds like you became, like, a very spiritual in the last year or so.
0: <sighs> yeah, since January, I've really been focused, like, on... I was a relatively healthy individual who, in terms of spirituality and, and ability to navigate life on life's terms. But through the last almost five months, I have... Been challenged in ways that I've never been challenged before, and that have required me to do some work and to like really look at my side of the street and what I can own, and in order to be a better mother and father, be a mother, father, be a better wife, and uh, <laughs> just a friend, everything, and to enjoy myself, man. I didn't really like myself, but I didn't know that.
1: See, like I, that's one thing that I never really. Maybe one day I'll get it, but... Because I don't think I've yeah. ever... Because, you know, that whole self-loathing... Like, people talk about self-loathing, that whole cycle. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a. I, I don't think I've ever hated myself. If anything, like, I think the problem is, like, I love myself too much. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, you, you had, like, imposter syndrome, stuff like that, right? I know... Like, I've never hated myself, but I was my, and still am, and it's an area I'm doing work, I am my own worst critic. Like, there was this, there's this voice, right? There's this voice in my head of, like, how do you get better? How do you be better? You can be better. Um, Not that you're bad, but there's always better. And you can continue to optimize. You can be better. And... That voice isn't just to me, right? That's good. that voice is going to come out to everybody because that's the those are the glad, that's the lens that I've got on. But I think that's a whole episode.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say something about it and then I forgot. So <laughs> let's end it here. I'm, cool. I'm so glad we're back. Uh, always nice talking. Yeah.
0: To you. you too. Yeah. You too. Well, um, it it's fun it's always easy i'm like where did the time go dude
1: Hello. well we'll chat next week bye everyone yeah
0: bye
2: Ciao.